Hello, dear friends. It's Carly, and welcome to another episode of the I Learned podcast. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. Uh, I feel like this is a place where we can pick up right where we left off, and we're going to talk about the same thing we always talk about like basically what every single episode is about and that's owning our authenticity aka being our real selves you know like putting that out there where other people can see it it's really easy to have judgments about basically anything and everything (laughs) There's part of me as a consultant that makes a living on my ability to form judgments. Dude, we're all doing it. It's okay. It's totally cool. But you know what's like actually challenging? That's being the real you outwardly where other people can see it. Yeah, that's the tricky bit. And I tell you what, I've been... I've been on hiatus. We'll call it a hiatus. We'll call it a hibernation. We'll call it a cocooning, if you will. Um, You know the stage between the caterpillar going into the cocoon and the butterfly coming out of the cocoon where the caterpillar has to turn to goo to create the transformation I think there for a while, like I'm going to say a solid seven or eight weeks, I was goo. I was, I was marginally more productive than goo. (laughs) And to be perfectly honest, I, I think it's, it's in my top three most profound accomplishments the ability to turn to that level of a goo, to like let go of my reality. It happened in stages. It didn't happen all at once. It was like several months in the making as I look backwards at it, but I let go. I like gave it all up. (laughs) Like there was, there's very few pieces that required to be held onto. And even in those pieces, I minimized and really looked at like, how little can I hold on to these pieces? And otherwise I let go. And for better or for worse, that's what happened. And now coming out the other side of it, like, I'm flooded with all of these astrology references that I want to just like go, you know, it is Gemini season. Hello. Um, There's a whole lot of action happening in Gemini energy right now. And it's one of my personal favorites. Um, But all of all of the astrology references, just to be able to say that, like, the energy has shifted. There's. And even just like this energy just like gets my heart pumping. Like I'm really excited. (laughs) 
one of my favorite YouTubers, Anna, she whispers when she gets like really excited and I resonate with that because it's like one way of controlling the energy and trying to mod like moderate, modulate the energy while riding it. It just, mm, something is shifting. The tides are turning. I find myself saying that a lot lately. And I also find myself like cashing in on experience, you know, like opportunity to, to just do what comes naturally to me to just enjoy myself and carve out time for numero uno and melt into goo for, I'm, I'd have to check the math, but I'm going to say a solid seven or eight weeks. Um, and like I said, I've kind of been building to this for a while. I've been disconnecting from various things for a while, various things for a while, meaning, wow, like, I love coming full circle with concepts as I talk through my things on this podcast, because just now I'm, <laughs> I'm having a conversation come back to me where I was talking to my life coach, Melissa, about Gemini energy and the beauty of it and how amazing it is and great. And, um, one of the downsides, uh, is that basically I feel like I change, I change eternally. <laughs> there's, there's not an end to the becoming of what I can learn and what I can understand and what I can adapt to. And, and I thrive off of change and the the downside, I mean, again, as a, as a consultant, a lot of what I do makes a living on my ability to do that. But the downside in personal relationships is that that amount of change tends to be really hard on most interpersonal relationships. I mean, a lot of them tend to be based on physical proximity for one thing and two, like, <laughs> you know, how deep does the connection really go when you're out of sight? Are you out of mind? And if so, that there's nothing wrong with that. And that's what I'm, I'm having to come to terms with myself is like, mm, yeah, this is like a whole thing. This is a whole chapter. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said to Melissa was like, there's a petulant four-year-old version of me that is basically having a tantrum saying it's not fair that my growth never stops and that I say goodbye to things that I care about to make way for what's coming next. Like, that's not fair. And, you know, it's one of those things where Melissa properly, you know, handed me my ass and told me that we are who we chose to be. I, I personally believe that she knows. I believe that she believes that we are who we chose to be. We, we designed our energy. We designed it all. So <laughs> 
what's this joking around about you not being exactly how you intended to be? That doesn't even make sense. So yeah, there's, there's this like softening. Oh yes. A softening of coming to terms with who I am and what I want and what's important to me. And the what's important to me, it that's a big one for me. You know, again, astrology references abound. Hmm. My second house has Mercury and Venus. My rising is in Taurus and my Jupiter is in Taurus. So me deciding like what has value, what's important. That has been like a lifelong lesson that I apparently signed up to learn and it continues to evolve, evolve, you know, I've had chapters where I relied on other people to support me, AKA my childhood. And I'm, it's a story for another day about how thankful I am for that. Um, come a long way to be able to say that, but still, I've had chapters where I was basically neutral, like I made just enough money to break even. And that was such a, (laughs) I remember that step and it was huge. It was like incredible to be at that step of being neutral, making enough money to support myself. I'm self-sufficient. It was delicious. (sighs) and what came next (laughs) was I'm flooded with income. I have more than enough. I now am introduced to a category of income called disposable income and planning for retirement and things of this nature. And that's where, you know, I'll say it every single time. I'm so thankful my parents taught me how to save my money because I saved aggressively and it set me up beautifully to be able to chase my dreams. But again, I digress. But even after that phase, this is the best part, even after that phase of wicked abundance, like I could have whatever I wanted and then some, like I had more, I literally had more money than I knew how to spend which I mean shows because I just saved it all. So, and I spent what I wanted to spend. I never felt limited. I never felt cut off and I indulged myself and I traveled and I bought stuff, whatever I wanted and it was wonderful. And I wouldn't, you know, of course I would love to live like that always, but at the same time, even in that state, this was one of the most powerful realizations I ever came to was that Money does not buy happiness. It does not. (laughs) As I look back from where I am now, I laugh to even think that it could. (laughs) Because of course it can't. You You can make all the money you want. It has nothing to do with your happiness. 
So yeah, that was, you know, something me as a Sagittarius Saturn, again, astrology references abound, my dear friends, like they're just everywhere popping up in how I talk about things. It's how I understand things. Anywho, as a Sagittarius Saturn, I like to figure things out for myself. I like to go through it for myself to be able to experience what's what and draw my own conclusions. I really appreciate that. Um, it's not that I don't trust people. I just really, <laughs> you see what I did there? Um, I just really enjoy drawing my own conclusions. Um, it's a work in progress, trust me. So yeah, where, where are we headed with any of this? Hang on. Let's, let's focus for just a second. So, so this is a different episode. I don't know if you've been able to tell if you are a regular listener, maybe you've noticed that this is different than the other episodes. And, you know, <laughs> that is because this is an evening episode as in I'm recording this in the evening and I have had two and a half beers, um, I literally had to search my soul just there for how honest do I want to be. <laughs> so hashtag owning authenticity. I was a hundred percent honest as in even felt down to how empty is the can in my hand. Two and a half beers. That's what I've ingested so far. And this is my evening. I'm literally walking in my bedroom in my socks on my soft rug. It's an experience for my feet that feels in my mind, like ice skating because, and I say in my mind, because I've never actually ice skated because I have wicked paranoia about falling and breaking things. So I just don't do things like ice skating because I don't have the physical coordination to pull it off. Um, but I can scoot my feet around my soft rug and that, oh yes, it's calming on a number of levels. But I tell you all of this to say that, as I've thought, <laughs> here we are bringing it around full circle. As I've thought in my Taurus way about what's important and what has value for me, my enjoyment of my life is my most important metric that I have for how successful I'm being and how how satisfied I am with how I choose to spend my days. Ooh. <laughs> I said that really good. Um, mm, I can already tell this is going to be one that I'm going to enjoy listening back to because there's something that happens when I'm able to relax and let the flow unfold however it will and just trust that whatever's coming forward is exactly what needs to be heard in this moment and that the universe has my back to line up who's listening and what they're going to think about it. And that brings me to that, you know, very pointed conclusion of what's important to me. <laughs> this is another life lesson that I feel like I signed up to learn is that I can't, I can't, 
cannot let the opinion of other people be important to me. I can't. Sometimes I do. And it sucks. For lack of a better word, it fucking sucks. And I just can't do it. And logically, I understand that. And yet, emotionally, we're still working through the layers of that lesson. (sighs) You know, it's easy to say I don't give a tiny rat's ass what people think of me. It's a whole nother thing to have somebody throw a grenade right at one of your buttons. And then try saying that you're not walking around with a button that accidentally detonates at the core of your heart. Yeah, you should probably work on that button. So I've been working on my buttons. And a lot of my buttons are around, like, giving a shit what everybody in the world thinks of me. And I have just got to give that up. I really do. And here's here's where this really ties in with, oh, wow. Um, so how I start every one of these episodes, and this is the part that this will be the first time that this part of the episode is included. Um, but how I warm up my voice and I warm up my energy flow and my body and my awareness in the moment, how I warm up, how I ready myself is to sing. So the, there was a song for like, I'm going to say 80% ish of the episodes. Um, and it was the last 80%. So the song varied early on. And then I found a song and, uh, it worked. It was very satisfying to sing that song and then immediately go into recording an episode. And I sang that song before basically the last 80% of the episodes that I recorded before today. And today I didn't really have a vibe on what song I wanted to sing. I just, I, I could feel that I really wanted to melt into it, you know, like really give myself over to it. I was ready for that. And so I go into Spotify and it suggests a playlist. I click on it, shuffle play. And it's the song that's the song that I sang for the last 80% of the episodes before. So I sang it and I got the idea like four seconds into listening to the song to record it and to put it on this episode and to share that like, Basically, this is my tribute to, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. It's how you feel. It's how it makes you feel. Your expression is for you. And if it makes you feel good, then it's 100% exactly what it's supposed to be. Like, that is my anchor into it doesn't matter what other people think because it's only ever about how I feel. So without further ado, (laughs) I give you my warm-up song from earlier this evening.
you said goodbye Your rose-colored sash and your cigarette ash You left with your girlfriends before I made amends Fourteen days of pouring rain Trips through the cracks around your window pane Filled up the holes wearing lays in your soles And on the tags you wrote my name Why can't you make up your mind This time I've been reading all the letters that you wrote me And all the fairy tales you sold me And all the pretty things you said I can't stop thinking about the way that you controlled me Or how you wish you'd never known me Or how I wish you'd come and hold me, hold me, hold me Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one.